Good evening, friends. Today is Maundy Thursday. It is Thursday the 9th. I had to check because the day's kind of gotten out of whack, right? Of April 2020. Our readings for this evening are Psalm 116, verses 1 through 2 and 12 through 19. Exodus 12, 1 through 4, we might read 5 through 10, we'll see when we get there, and 11 through 14, 1 Corinthians 11, 23 through 26, and the Gospel of John 13, 1 through 17, and 31b to 35. Blessed are you, O God, the God of our forebears, creator of the changes of day and night, giving rest to the weary, renewing the strength of those who are spent, bestowing upon us occasions of song in the evening, as you have protected us in the day that is past. So be with us in the coming night. Keep us from every evil, every sin, and every fear. For you are our light and salvation and the strength of our life. To you be glory for endless ages. Amen. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Dear friends in Christ, here in the presence of Almighty God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins so that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed. By what we have done and by what we have left undone, we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, make speed to save us. O God, make haste to help us. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. O gracious light, pure brightness of the ever-living Creator in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun, and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Creator, Incarnate, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O Giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. Psalm 116, verses 1 through 2 and 12 through 19. I love God. Because God has heard my voice and my supplications. Because God inclined God's ear to me. 
Therefore, I will call on them as long as I live. What shall I return to God for all God's bounty to me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of God. I will pay my vows to God in the presence of all God's people. Precious in the sight of God is the death of his faithful ones. O God, I am your servant. I am your servant, the child of your serving girl. You have loosed my bonds. I will offer to you a thanksgiving sacrifice and call on the name of God. I will pay my vows to God in the presence of all God's people, in the courts of the house of God. In your midst, O Jerusalem, praise God. A reading from Exodus, chapter 12, verses 1 through 4 and 11 through 14. This month, the Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, This month shall mark for you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year for you. Tell the whole congregation of Israel that on the tenth of this month, they are to take a lamb for each family, a lamb for each household. If a household is too small for a whole lamb, it shall join its closest neighbor in obtaining one. The lamb shall be divided in proportion to the number of people who eat of it. This is how you shall eat it, your loins girded, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it hurriedly. It is the Passover of God. For I will pass through the land of Egypt that night, and I will strike down every firstborn in the land of Egypt, both human beings and animals. On all the gods of Egypt I will execute judgments. I am God. The blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you live. When I see the blood, I will pass over you, and no plague shall destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. This day shall be a day of remembrance. For you, you shall celebrate it as a festival to God. Throughout your generations, you shall observe it as a perpetual ordinance. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle J, Song of Judith. I will sing a new song to my God, for you are great and glorious, wonderful in strength, invincible. Let the whole creation serve you. For you spoke, and all things came into being. You sent your breath, and it formed them. No one is able to resist your voice. Mountains and seas are stirred to their depths. Rocks melt like wax at your presence. But to those who fear you, you continue to show mercy. No sacrifice, however fragrant, can please you. But whoever fears God shall stand in your sight forever. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity. One God as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 through 26. For when I received from God what I also handed on to you, 
that Jesus on the night when he was betrayed took a loaf of bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and said this is my body that is for you do this in remembrance of me in the same way he took the cup also after supper saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood do this as often as you drink it in remembrance in remembrance of me for as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup you proclaim god's death until he comes Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. The Song of Mary, the Magnificat. My soul proclaims the greatness of God. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For God has looked with favor on God's creation. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is their name. God has mercy on those who fear them in every generation. God has shown the strength of their arm, has scattered the proud in their conceit. God has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. God has filled the hungry with good things and the rich they have sent away empty. God has come to the help of their servant Israel, for they have remembered their promise of mercy, the promise they made to our forebears, to Abraham and Sarah and their children forever. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, gracious Christ. John chapter 13, verses 1 through 17 and 31b through 35. Now before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to God. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The devil had already put it into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was tied around him. He came to Simon Peter who said to him, God, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, You do not know what I am doing, but later you will understand. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, God, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, One who is bathed does not need to wash except for the feet, but is entirely clean. And you are clean, though not all of you. For he knew who was to betray him. For this reason he said, Not all of you are clean. 
After he had washed their feet, had put on his robe, and had returned to the table, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example that you also should do as I have done to you. Very truly I tell you, servants are not greater than their master, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. When he had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. The Holy Gospel of our Redeemer. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. God, you now have set your creation free to go in peace as you have promised. For these eyes of mine have seen the Savior, whom you have prepared for all the world to see, a light to enlighten the nations and the glory of your people Israel. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us affirm our faith together. We believe in God, the nurturer and teacher, from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, in Jesus Christ begotten of divine love, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit. She strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. Amen. God be with you and also with you. Let us pray. Our creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your sovereignty come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Will you suffragists set be, that this evening may be holy, good, and peaceful, we entreat you, O God that your holy angels may lead us in paths of peace and goodwill. We entreat you, O God, that we may be pardoned and forgiven for our sins and defenses. We entreat you, O God, that there may be peace to your church and to the whole world. We entreat you, O God, 
that we may depart this life in your faith and fear and not be condemned before the great judgment seat of Christ. We entreat you, O God, that we may be bound together by your Holy Spirit in the communion of St. John, St. Mary, St. Mark, and all your saints, entrusting one another and all our life to Christ. We entreat you, O God. Almighty and ever-living God, in your tender love for the human race, you sent your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, to take upon him our nature and to suffer death upon the cross, giving us the example of his great humility. Mercifully grant that we may walk in the way of his suffering and also share in his resurrection. Through Jesus Christ, our ruler, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Almighty God, whose dear Son, on the night before he suffered, instituted the sacrament of his body and blood, mercifully grant that we may receive it thankfully in remembrance of Jesus Christ, who in these holy mysteries gives us a pledge of eternal life, and who now lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. O God, the life of all who live, the light of the faithful, the strength of those who labor, and the repose of the dead, we thank you for the blessings of the day that is past, and humbly ask for your protection through the coming night. Bring us in safety to the morning hours, through the one who died and rose again for us, your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord Jesus, stay with us, for evening is at hand and the day is past. Be our companion in the way. Kindle our hearts and awaken hope, that we may know you as you are revealed in Scripture and the breaking of bread. Grant this for the sake of your love. Amen. Keep watch, dear God, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, gracious Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. So now's the time when we talk about some things and we share some thoughts. I got about halfway through recording a special service modified from Enriching Our Worship Volume 3, Burial Rites for Adults, um, for Nancy Dickinson, the mother of our friend Deb Deacon um, of St. John's Christ. And this is such a hard time. made exponentially more by our inability to come together and commemorate events. So we will have a celebration and service and commemoration for Nancy when we are all able to come together. But yesterday, 
Deb had to lay her mom to rest pretty much alone, you know. Um, I think she got to have like four people there. And they had to still maintain distance other than her husband, of course. And it's just, I said this to a friend today, it just kind of freezes us in place. We're unable to, or it's very much harder to move through the grief. And grief is hard enough on its own without being able to do it communally. And I think that is part of what is so beautiful about community coming together and commemorating the services, the gatherings of our church, because we share it together. And I forget exactly how the saying goes, but it's like a joy shared multiplied, multiplies a sorrow shared divides or becomes less divides is probably the wrong word because it has another meaning too and forgive me folks for being a little discombobulated I am just a little discombobulated today I'm tired and I'm foggy and I got to the end of my work day and I was like what am I even doing <laughs> like I just moved through it like I was in a fog so thank you so much for your patience with me friends I really appreciate it but at any rate, what I'm trying to say is that when we come together in grief, it gives us strength and power and grace to move through it. And I am, you know, today on Monday, Thursday, when we commemorate, and maybe this is a good time to pause and read you the definition of Monday, Thursday from the Episcopal Dictionary. Monday, Thursday is the Thursday in Holy Week. It is part of the Tridum, or three holy days before Easter. It comes from the Latin mandatum novum, new commandment, from John 13.34. The ceremony of washing feet was also referred to as the Maundy. Maundy Thursday celebrations also commemorate the institution of the Eucharist by Jesus on the night he was betrayed. Egeria, a 4th century pilgrim to Jerusalem, describes elaborate celebrations and observances in that city on Maundy Thursday. Special celebration of the institution of the Eucharist on Monday Thursday is attested by the Council of Hippo in 381. The prayer book liturgy for Monday Thursday provides for celebration of the Eucharist and a ceremony of the washing of the feet, of the washing of feet which follows the gospel and homily. There is also provision for the consecration of the bread and wine for administering Holy Communion from the reserved sacrament on Good Friday. Following this, the altar is stripped and all decorative furnishings are removed from the church. So there's a lot wrapped up in here. A connection, I think, between our communities coming together for commemoration and the lack that we feel when we are unable to come together relates to Jesus's gathering with his disciples for the Last Supper.
and this is a time when he not only gives us the Eucharist, but also gives us the commandment of all commandments to love each other. And I don't know if honestly we're doing a great job of that. I know I'm struggling with loving myself, with living in God's love, and with showing love to myself. And I see my son struggling with that. I see a lot of people struggling with that. And it's no wonder we're not good at loving each other when we're not good at loving ourselves. We've gotten kind of off track with that. I can imagine, too, that the Passover, as we read about in our Hebrew scripture this evening, is something that we feel connected to. As we pray and we ask that the pandemic and its terrible effects pass us by, but we pray also that it would pass our neighbors by, that it would pass everyone by, there would, that there would be no more, that God, if it be your will, you work this miracle. And we know that your working of miracles sometimes takes unexpected forms. We can imagine some of the forms it might take here. Scientists finding amazingly a cure much sooner than expected, a vaccine, or that more obviously miraculous, suddenly, simply, it stops. Everyone who is suffering is healed and well. And just as you healed and blessed the crippled man and told him, take up your mat and walk. So they will just rise up and walk. We have faith, God. Let us also have the compassion to turn that faith into action. Let us pray and remember and thank you for your saving grace. And God, let us remember And have great love and draw near in spirit even, even and more so than we cannot be there physically. 
for those who were for whom the angel of death did not pass over for whom the angel of death came and gathered a loved one to you God let us share the grief of those who grieve this weekend is Maybe the whole month is a particularly tough time for some friends of mine who lost their beloved son to leukemia. It was on Easter of last year that the news came that he was that he was ill. And they fought, and so many fought with them all year. And so now, in the middle of pandemic, of so much confusion and sorrow and suffering, disconnected and isolated the grief is coming again and I have so much respect and love for my friends who are aware, you know, are walking and yes, we see that, that this will be a time of the surging of grief and have reached out and asked for support from their friends and families. And I just want to honor that and and thank God that there are brave and loving people in this world that walk through an incredible flood of grief and are made even stronger and more loving. And I thank God for the 10 years that Andrew was here. He touched so many people and had such a profound impact. God, be with all of us who grieve. Honor and carry the grief of those who have lost loved ones and just as you have done with these dear friends. Bring all of us through our grief together. Be 
be our companion on this journey through this season and the seasons embedded within this global season. May we remember that those that the angel of death has gathered and brought to you are with you, precious and beloved and treasured. Let us bring out the memories that we have of our loved ones those treasures that we've stored up in our heart like Mary did, her memories of Jesus. Let us bring them out and open them up and look at them and commemorate them and share them with each other. Along with those beautiful treasures of our beloved and departed ones, Let us also commemorate and remember the life of Jesus and the death and the resurrection and those things that Jesus did for us that are immeasurable and unknowable. We can grasp only pieces of the mystery and magnitude of Christ. Let us take out those pieces, those glimpses, like the folded treasures with the ones we've known here on earth and unfold them and spend time with them together this holy week. Be with us in these commemorations, God. Reveal to us things that maybe we didn't remember or we didn't see clearly. Give us new eyes with which to see our shared experience and love and memories. And God, if it be your will, give us a little glimpse, a little glimpse into heaven of the eternal existence of you and our beloveds. Amen. I know that wasn't as much of an in-depth going over of the readings as I usually do. But that's where my head and heart are today. And I know I paused and I stumbled and I faltered a lot. And I probably didn't find all the right words. So I'm so thankful that God's grace covers it. And I hope that that the Holy Spirit guides you toward grace and peace and the full, rich, painful but loving experience of grief. May all the treasures be revealed to you. May they be stored up and may they make you better. better for having them, better for seeing them, better for folding them into your very being.
community, immortalized in our communal spiritual presence. May we, even if we never met when they walked this earth, know through each other, each other's beloveds. Amen. Thank you again, my friends. I'm so glad that we're here together. Thank you for bearing with me as I'm spotty in my postings at best. Discombobulated when I am here. Imperfect, but wholehearted. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord, to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in the name of Christ, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs>